Hello, and welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Head down to their Lower Main Street location to see what fresh in-house baked goods they're cooking up. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and today's podcast is a special report on the county and local union's negotiations. Last month, Tom O'Connell, Teamsters business agent for Local 445, assigned to represent the main body of Sullivan County employees within that union, who have been without a current contract for the last two and a half years, attended a legislature meeting to ask for a, quote, fair and just pay raise for their members. He mentioned how they worked through COVID, the cost of inflation, and how the, quote, low wages being offered by Sullivan County are causing what some of their members are calling, quote, the great resignation leaving the county for higher-paying jobs in the private sector. One of the arguments that he made was that the county spent $1,321,489 for 35 positions that were either created or given raises several months ago. He said all of the raises were above the 2% currently being offered to their members. In addition to the main body of Local 445, there are five other unions the county negotiates with. Laborers Local 15, also known as LIU, the New York State Nurses Association, Teamsters Local 445's Probation Unit, CSEA Local 853, and the Sheriff's PBA. LIU and the New York State Nurses Association have new contracts in place, while the Probation Unit of Local 445 is close to a memorandum of agreement and negotiations with the main union of Local 445, Sheriff's PBA, and CSEA are ongoing. To learn more about these negotiations, the Democrats sat down with County Manager Josh Potosik. He said as a county that relies heavily on property and sales tax revenues while being tasked with keeping annual budgets within the state's mandatory 2% tax cap, negotiating union contracts that are four to five years out can be challenging, especially when coupled with any unpredictable economic uncertainties. Potosik explained the legislature from an equity perspective typically likes to offer unions something similar. There are, however, exceptions to the rules, such as the probation department a few years ago. He said with salaries lagging behind the state and Orange County, the county couldn't fill positions. We had to give them more money from a recruitment perspective than what everyone else was getting, said Potosik, but typically other than that, we try to keep them roughly the same. For example, the LIU are covered under the New York State Health Insurance Program, which has two plans, the Empire and Excelsior, with family plans, according to Potosik, costing approximately $33,000 and $21,000, respectively. All new Union County employees have already been going into the cheaper Excelsior plan, which Potosik said sees no network doctor differences, but when using services will cost them, quote, a little bit more out of pocket. LIU ultimately chose to switch all their county employees on the Empire plan to Excelsior. Since they were saving the county roughly $12,000 per plan, they received a one-time 4% raise in 2022, along with 2.5% annual raises and a health reimbursement account funded by the county at $2,000, rising to $2,500 a year in 2024. It was kind of a win-win, said Potosik. The county is saving some money, and we basically gave half of the savings back to the LIU in terms of wages and the HRA. So the option that the LIU took was one of the similar offerings to other unions in the county. Another example of an additional option given, the Nurses Association, whose members are not covered under NYSHIP, chose to keep their current health plan in place and therefore receiving 2% annual raises. Potosik explained that the county's tax levy could support 2% raises for their employees annually, but that would mean no money to cover health insurance increases, 
pensions, etc. Potosi explained that the health care has become so costly for the county that it often crowds out spending in other places in the union contract. The current job market also doesn't help matters. He said, quote, almost in every title, no matter what you're looking at, whether it's health care, entry-level positions, CDL drivers, it's very difficult to find people that are qualified that want to work, said Potosik. Similar to what they did with probation in the past, the county in dire need of mental health clinicians recently raised salaries so that they could attract more candidates. Potosik said, quote, we do that in unique areas. If we have areas where there's no turnover, it may not be as big of an issue. They can get normal salary increases, but we have to plow money over here because you can't find anybody. That's the hard part of this. It's kind of this dual role of operations, but with responsibility to the taxpayer at the same time, to make sure you're investing money where it's absolutely needed to attract and retain. When asked about the main union of Local 445, who recently attended a legislature meeting, Potosik noted the challenge of working out an acceptable deal with such a large group, who due to their scope and size represent a wide variety of employees, from 911 dispatchers to CNAs, IT employees, and more. So if you have an immediate issue, it sometimes has to be done outside of negotiations, said Potosik. As an employer, we can't wait a year and not have mental health clinicians. We just have to do it. The Sullivan County Democrat plans to continue to cover the ongoing union negotiations with the county. Until then, we hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your week. And just another reminder that this podcast was brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. We'll catch up with you Friday with this week's top news headlines. Thank you.